Welcome back, fans and friends, to the whore next door. And to my new friends, thank you for joining me. I'm your host, Molly Stewart, and I'm here to practice my social skills and dive into the minds of the talented and creative people I am lucky enough to talk to. If you haven't already, please give the show some love. Leave a comment, download an episode, or share with a friend. Word of mouth helps this little podcast grow. You can follow me on YouTube for full video episodes at youtube.com slash mollystuartchats. Just hit that notification bell so you never miss an episode. You can also follow the podcast Instagram and Twitter at TWNDpodcast. For questions, comments, music, art, and other submissions, email TWNDpodcast at gmail.com. Thank you for listening. Now let's get into the show. Welcome fans and friends once again to the whore next door i am your host molly stewart and today i'm wearing pants because i have a guest Ooh. would you like to introduce yourself hello fans and friends <laughs> i am also wearing pants today <gasps> that's amazing i had to drive here you know if you get pulled over it'd be uh. yeah you know you don't want to get pulled over with no pants in vegas i might get out of the ticket though you mm. might get out of the ticket but it depends if it's a it's a straight male true or a lesbian female true there are options uh, i've never <laughs> i've never like gotten a ticket before do you have you i have i was wondering because i was i was perving and you know creeping on you a bit and i saw that you like like really fast cars <laughs> which is something so i was kind of thinking maybe a few maybe a few speeding tickets those up are some old posts you must have been really digging i was really digging that's <laughs> adorable like, well it's one of those things like we met we we made some fun content together with madison ivy um mm -hmm. and it was super fun and then i realized that i'm gonna hit everything and then i realized <laughs> that you're local so um i'm gonna dive into all the things that make you you and this is uh the way that i try to do that because otherwise i'd have to leave my house <laughs> i can always just come to your house <laughs> um so how long have you been uh just like a part of the industry and stuff like that so i've actually been a part of the industry for about two years now uh also just realized i went on a complete tangent and didn't even say my name oh what <laughs> all right <laughs> Welcome again to the Horn. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, so this is my guest. Introduce yourself. Kay Carter. Kay Carter. And she is beautiful, ladies and gentlemen. It's too bad that she's sitting down because I tell you there's a lot to look at when she stands up. I don't mean that to be offensive. I just... I look. <laughs> it's not offensive. I love it. I relish in it. I love, like, your... your ooh, I'm sorry. My, your proportions. Mm -hmm. I don't mean to be, like, any which way, but... I'm a professional. Um, your proportions are amazing because you're like this tiny little top and then, whoosh, right? How do you even achieve that? <laughs> That's amazing. I just chalk it up to good genetics, actually. Everybody hates me for that. I'm like, eh, I work out sometimes. Yeah. I get sometimes the same thing. They're like, what's your diet plan? And I'm like, nothing. Garbage is what I put into my mouth. I don't know how I am this way. Just lucky genetics, I guess. That's true. You're just like, man, I love triple cheeseburgers. So that might... Oh my god. I could go for a triple cheese. What, like, if we were going to get burgers? <laughs> would you get? Like, where would you order from? Or would you, like, make them yourself? Are you big into cooking? Or you like to, to order out? Occasionally I cook. I like being cooked for because mm. I like other people's interests, and then they're really excited to share them with me. Yeah. And, and it just makes me happy to see the other people happy. And then yeah. I'm like, mm, and food. This is great. Yes. Yes. Um, I love it. But 
Now, basically a burger from anywhere. I just love burgers. Mm. So, yeah, I love burgers. I, uh, I don't know the whole the whole vegan thing. You know, the, I'm meeting more and more vegans, and I'm mm-hmm. like, I don't know how to eat with you without offending you. Because if we go out, it's gonna be all meat all day. I'm mm-hmm. sorry, I don't know. I think we were we were meant to be omnivores. You know, we got all the teeth, mm-hmm. and you know, some animals suck. So you know, just eat them. Just eat them. <laughs> <laughs> um. So where where are you from originally? If that's something you would like to talk about, and if not, that's totally cool too, and we can. <laughs> no, I'm originally I am from Arkansas. Okay. So Southern gal. That's awesome. I I think Arkansas is one of the few states that I've really only driven through maybe a, like a corner of like it's not been not been much there. So like what about Arkansas did, did you enjoy when you were growing up? Um nothing. Oh, <laughs> yeah. So yeah. like there's the what the northwest corner of the state mm-hmm. is a good area because that's like college town and like the Ozarks so it's like super pretty up there and there's a lot of stuff to do there. Mm-hmm. But that's not where I lived. <laughs> of course. I lived like two and a half hours from there. Mm. Yeah. yeah. And that's speeding so like 3 hours going <laughs> the speed limit. And whoever really does that, right? I don't know. I think that from the amount that I speed, I think it's very lucky that I've never gotten a speeding ticket. But um, as far as uh, your whole little fast cars and freedom lifestyle, <laughs> what what is like your favorite car that you've had? Um, see, that is so embarrassing because like I've had a 370Z Ooh. and it was amazing and I loved it. But I also had a Miata. And that was yes. my favorite one. Ooh, sh- I keep hitting this mic. Why don't I just like box it? Like, what am I doing? Calm Beat down, you fucking spaz. All right. <laughs> Actually, um, I-, I love the Miatas. My my favorite car that I personally owned. I used to have a Toyota MR2 Spider. Oh, I want one. Like and that. I had him in yellow. My little Mister Beep Beep. He had like the TRD hard top from Japan, and mm-hmm. oh, beautiful car. I wanted so bad to get a Target top for the Miata, but it was like three grand from overseas. And I was like, the car was half that price. Yeah. You're like, oh, it's not worth it. Yeah. yeah luckily, I, I, we, I ended up just finding the car. I shouldn't say me. It was my ex, but found the car. Already had all of that stuff built in. So got lucky that way. But I think that was my, that was my favorite car just for handling because it's like, it was not fast by mm-hmm. any means. It was like driving a, a go-kart that looked sporty <laughs> like it's right. not they're they're five speeds too mm-hmm. aren't they oh yeah my God. no you I can't go it. anywhere you you cannot go fast in them unless you're on the curvy windy roads of california mm-hmm. and then it's like oh porsche 911 good luck keeping up with me <laughs> <laughs> all the handling is just where it was at but um and then I guess what what kind of like brought you away from Arkansas out to like here? Have you been out in in the West Coast area or like the this this area for long, or has it been more recent? No, been more recent. Um, I had actually never been to LA, so oh, really? went to LA for my honeymoon, and then that's when porn started, and oh, so we moved here on your honeymoon. On my honeymoon. Tell me more. I want to hear. <laughs> Oh my god, is this public? Can I hear this? This is like... This is public. It's one of my favorite stories. My husband awesome. loves it too. Okay, I can't wait. Okay. Yes. Um, so we had... Uh, Arkansas is the Bible Belt. I'm sure many of you know that. I grew up in Michigan. Horrible, horrible. And if you're trying to do anything experimental with your relationship, 
then damn you to hell, okay? (laughs) Um, So we had been on a couple, like, websites, because we'd been together for a few years at that point, and we were trying to find, like, a third to bring in, have some fun. You can't do that in Arkansas. And we're like, okay, well, I've never been to the beach. I've never been to California. We're going to go there for the honeymoon, and we're going to change the app settings to that location. Mm, There you go. So did that. Ended up getting a couple hits, actually, but not for what we wanted. (laughs) They were like, have you known that you can make money doing all the naughty things that you've always wanted to do in Arkansas? (laughs) Exactly. It it was a talent scout. And they were like, have you ever heard of Amateur Allure? You should reach out to them. You should try it. So talked to my husband for like, I don't know, three, four days. And we're like, I mean, try it. Because like, if I like it then cool, it's a ticket out of Arkansas, it's a good job, yeah, like, yeah, sure. and if I don't, then I can be that, like, 80-year-old grandma at Thanksgiving that's like, one time, I was in a porn, and then all your grandma's like, oh, grandma's at it again with her porn career, like, look it up, Google it, grandma, Google doesn't exist anymore, right, <laughs> Bull it up on the hologram, damn it, <laughs> I want to see when I was young, <laughs> That is kind of one of the cool things about this industry is that because um, basically our entire lives are on film, whether it's social media or the scenes that we make or just like the fun little stuff that we put out for fans is like you get this huge timeline of like watching from whenever you started Mm -hmm. to where you are now. And it's so fun to like go back and watch your progression over all that time. And then also when you are old and decrepit, which I will be in five years, you can go look back at all of those images and just think, wow, I was I was all right once. <laughs> and then you finish that sentence with, but damn, look at me now. But damn, look at me now. I got these tits hanging out of my knees, boy. <laughs> <laughs> you can just throw them over my shoulder these days. <laughs> oh, my God. I, I swear, like, sometimes I feel like such a catfish because <laughs> just because I know I know how I am. Um in real life, in, like, normal day-to-day activities. And I feel like uh, since my divorce, I've definitely opened up that a lot more because I just don't care anymore because it's kind of, like, got personal information put out and all that shit. So I'm like, you know what? Fuck it. I'm just going to do me. <laughs> but it's it's fun to be able to um, just kind of play with that and find that you have, like, a fan base at kind of every level that you get to because it's, like, along the way – you change what you like to do changes and all of that and some people change with you but then the people that fall off it's like I spent so much time like trying to hold on to them and like oh Mm -hmm. how can I and then I was like they get replaced by like five other people for every one person who doesn't like what you're putting out exactly so it's cool to have that like creative freedom and then just be able to to watch yourself evolve into whatever it's gonna be And it's really funny is they don't always follow, like, the porn side of you. Like, they love the personal life. Like, Mm -hmm. stuff like this, they love it. Back when I used to have a Snapchat and I lived in California, I was only there for, like, six months, uh, used to do a whole lot of, like, off-roading and, like, vehicle recoveries with a couple friends, and I would put it on Snapchat all the time. Yeah. And if there was, like, a week that I didn't go, my inbox would be flooded with people... Exactly. They were like, what? Are you are you not off-roading? Are you okay? We, yeah. we really love those videos. And yeah. I'm like, I posted like seven nudes today. You care about me showing you the mountain? Like, We've seen that already. <laughs> we want to see the stuff you do. And I think that's kind of cool because, I mean, I think it can be a bit much 
after a while. Do you know what I mean? Where it's kind of like, I, I had this point where I kind of realized, oh, my life is like a movie, but also not necessarily just a good movie all the time. It's just a movie. Mm-hmm. And so it's like you have these really good peaks but you have these big divots and back to like the catfishing thing. It's like, even with social media, how you can go on and basically look at other performers and like judge yourself against them and their mm-hmm. following or, or the likes you have or the shadow ban. And it's like, social media isn't real. Just like porn isn't real. And it's right? like that. I always would tell people for so long, porn isn't real. Know that. And I'm like, but I gotta tell myself, yeah, porn isn't real. But neither is social media. Like, don't be judging yourself by all these other people's standards. Like, their fans aren't your fans. They're an Mm -hmm. entirely different person. Like, separate yourself from that. And everybody's always putting out their best foot forward on Mm -hmm. social media. It's all lies. You know? Exactly. It's like, if you're miserable. Well, I mean, I guess some people play to, like, the crying on their stories pity card. True. But I don't don't like to do that. (laughs) (laughs) But... Yeah, even even on a bad day, it's like you're gonna post a picture of you looking bomb in some lingerie, be like, my life is lovely. Oh, follow me, and it's like, I mean, I was just like, <laughs> oh yeah, like I'm still laying in bed, pillows surrounding me, blankets up to my chin, like bag um, of chips. Yeah, so I'm like force feeding myself chips as like I got cramps, and I'm like loaded up in a blanket, and I'm like sexting, like I can't wait. For your dick to get so hard. <laughs> <coughs> Sorry, I'm back. <laughs> <laughs> but like the fun thing of that, especially with like, um, I think like the fan subscription sites is they know that that's you. They know that, you know, all the time you're not just like on a thousand sexually. Mm-hmm. It's like they, they, they know and they separate like the fantasy from the reality. It's why, you know, I'll be like sexting with someone in a DM mm-hmm. and then I'm like, all right, well I'm logging on to live stream and in live stream, it's like a totally different aspect compared to what we were just talking about because then it's like, Oh, we're just chilling. We're hanging out, vibing. Let me hear about everybody's day. And then I log off and it's back to the sexting. So right. it's like you, you get both, which I think is really cool. Definitely a lot of fun. And like, if you have lulls in posting, mm-hmm. the fans and subscription services will be like, Hey, I hope you're doing okay. Mm-hmm. Like, that's when you have the good ones. You have some of the assholes that are just oh, like, yeah. man, you didn't post any news. I'm paying $3 for this. <laughs> I'm like, fucking scroll the feed, okay? There's been plenty of nudes for $3. Or, I don't know, Google. Right? <laughs> exactly. It's like, let's see, last time I checked, there's about a 1,000 photos, about 700 videos. Yeah. So, I mean. And, and it's like... Uh, there's so much content or I, or I love I love the fans that will like comment on my stuff when are you shooting new stuff I've seen all your content and I'm like I've been doing this for almost nine years I can guarantee you that you haven't seen all my content right. because it's like I was making content before you even found me on on porn sites so mm-hmm. <laughs> like I can guarantee that you haven't and then it comes in like they'll you you do like the free blasts for your page oh, yes. and then you get the free signups and then it's like oh we got this for free also I want everything else for free and it's like no because it's like i get it if you don't want to spend money but then why are you subscribing to me do you think that i just pull out of this like pull this stuff out of my butt and i'm just like here it is no it's like hours of editing Mm -hmm. hours on set even if you're shooting your own content like like with what we did you know that was like a whole evening event for like one one video (laughs) exactly yeah. yeah and so it's like i think a lot of people don't really know 
how much goes into the content that we make, whether it's paying people to shoot for us, whether it's us having to edit with the limited time that we have, or then also paying someone to edit or just everything that goes into it is mm -hmm. so much. And so the audacity sometimes when I'm like, you, you got my subscription for three fifty, and you're mad because there's not more free boobs. What did you expect? Like, I'm not a Happy Meal. Like, right? you don't get it all for three months. Like, actually, I don't know what the price of a Happy Meal is anymore. I don't eat McDonald's. No idea. <laughs> Probably like five bucks. <laughs> um, what is your favorite like type of type of content to make? And I don't even mean just necessarily porn, but just stuff that you like to make for your fans or just for yourself that you find like fun and fulfilling. Mm, for the fans. And for me, because, I mean, I do enjoy anal, and the fans enjoy anal, so that's the big one for the fans. Um, if I were making content, like, strictly for me, mm -hmm. I love doing buy scenes with, with the guys. Oh, okay. So, like, that's my jam. Okay. I'm just like, I'm happy to be here. Yeah. I, I can just watch. <laughs> You're I, like, I'll just watch <laughs> you guys do the things, and I'll just... <laughs> yep. So, it's, it's a mixture of those two. Those are my favorites. Okay. Yeah. Cool. That's fun. Um, what are, like, so I know that because of this job, you know, everything kind of gets pulled into it at some point in another, like, whether you're just talking about it to fans or filming yourself doing it, what do you like to do that makes you really happy? Like, something that you're passionate about outside of, like, the scope of just work? Like, something that you enjoy doing that you would do regardless of anyone else watching or monetizing it or anything like that. Mm, I mean, like, still fucking. Like, I, I really enjoy making content. So, whether it sells or not, like, if I had, like, a good connection with the person, we had a good time, and it was, like, real chemistry, mm -hmm. then... I don't care if it sells or not. I had a good day. Yeah. So. Yeah. I, I, I feel the same with shooting content. Like, I didn't even used to enjoy it as much as I do now because of different different circumstances in my life at the time. Mm -hmm. But now that I can, like, fully invest in a scene and going to work with people, even just making my own content, like, it's how I met you. Mm -hmm. And I think that that's, that's just a really fun experience because you never know what it's going to be. So it's like you still get that pre-excitement, like, oh, are they going to like me? <laughs> well, that and then, like, you also look them up. And yeah. then you're just like, oh, man. Oh, man, I really hope that she likes me. I hope that I do a good job I and I don't sound stupid. <laughs> I did I did the same thing when I found out that we're going to be shooting with you because I had shot another scene with Madison and Jada. And Madison had just worked with you, so mm -hmm. she was telling us all about you. Mm -hmm. And I was so bummed that Jada couldn't make it to meet you, but we'll have to hang out sometime because she's mm -hmm. local too. But, yeah, and I think that it's – it's one of those things that I do, especially like even diving into your history that might not even exist anymore. Cause I'm just trying to like sound like I know something about you. So I know what to talk about. Oh, fudge. But I, um, did I say fudge? You said fudge. I've, I've been like actively like going back and forth between trying to censor myself for YouTube, but like to be, to be friendly, but I say fuck too much. So I'm sorry. <laughs> it just made me want fudge. So, Oh God. Oh, fudge. Reminds me of Mackinac Island, which reminds me of growing up in Michigan, which reminds me mm -hmm. of all the Bibleness in Michigan. My mm -hmm. God. Mm -hmm. So I guess one thing that I did want to bring up, I got back to my train of thought. Okay. Round of applause. 
<laughs> because you grew up in like a Bible Belt area, because mm-hmm. I did as well. Um, I was homeschooled, so mm-hmm. I had none of the look into like other other gender and you know sex was not talked about like Mm -hmm. getting my period was a total surprise to me and i was in now that i'm able to like open up and really push myself into this job fully um i'm like damn i've always really liked this i've always been this kind of like hypersexual person Mm -hmm. and i never got to fully explore it because the things that i wanted and the things that i desired out of sex i wasn't I wasn't getting Mm -hmm. or wasn't allowed to have or whatever. But I think that part of the reason that I am so hypersexual is because there was so much repression from when I was a kid to the point of like, by the time that I got out into the world and around all this stuff, it was all new to me. I let myself get taken advantage of, of course, because I didn't understand anything. But I think all of that kind of just pushed me into being like, oh, I can make this my own and I can enjoy it. And it doesn't have to be this thing that you know, God is watching and he hates you. Like, (laughs) it's like whatever God, God allowed this into existence. Okay. God's up there like jerking it or whatever, or (laughs) schlicking it, God, whatever. I don't believe in God, but make it man or woman, whatever you, whatever you think. (laughs) But do you feel like that, that was maybe kind of part of the reason since you were with your guy for so long that you were like, you know, that you already wanted to try to, to bring someone else, like, into into the bedroom and to, like, have those explorations, but not even being able to where you were. So, like, prior to my husband, I had an ex for a very, very long time. Oh, okay. Going back to, like, the naivety of, like, being mm-hmm. taken advantage of and whatnot. Yeah. So that was, like, a highly, highly suppressed time. Mm-hmm. And, like, events unfolded, and finally I was like, hey, if you're doing this, I want to go do this too. And that's when it like really unlocked for me. Mm -hmm. And then whenever I met my husband, Brian, um, that's whenever he like, he didn't hold me down for it or anything. And he was Mm -hmm. like, if you want to explore these things, let's figure it out together. Let's, I have an interest in this. How about we try this? How about we do this? And like, he helped me like grow and evolve. Okay. And so when it came time for porn, it was just another one of the, yeah, fuck it. Let's give it a shot. Yeah. Kind of like if this is what you want to try, I'll support you. And if it doesn't work out, I'll still support you. And that's mm-hmm. that's pretty awesome. That's really cool to be able to have someone that you can kind of like not go into it alone, I guess. Because even I didn't, um, I didn't, definitely didn't go into it alone. Mm-hmm. But the, the circumstances that put me right there, it wasn't like, oh, this is this thing. Let's do it together. It, it was like you know, hide all of your life and like, you know, put on, put on this image and do this and, and do that. And it's like all these different paths. And it's like every time that something didn't work out that way, it was like, oh, it's my fault. Cause I did it. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, well, mm-hmm. then mm-hmm. birds oh, of yeah. a feather. <laughs> oh yes. And I think it, uh, Midwest also... <laughs> girls getting taken advantage of. Woo! <laughs> yes. Yes. I think it also helps that like the dumb ex was from Arkansas. So it was like Bible Belt nonsense just instilled into him. And then Brian's from Maryland. He's from Baltimore. Mm-hmm. So he was more just like, fuck it. Try anything. Yeah. Why not? And he used to work at strip clubs and everything, yeah. like being a bouncer. So he was like part of the industry without being like part of the industry, you know? Okay. Like he had a lot of friends that were dancers. And yeah. he was able to compartmentalize like, hey, this is work and this is, you know, yeah. friendship and yada, yada. So he was definitely able to help me go to the next level rather than just being so repressed by 
southern bible belt yeah (laughs) isn't that such it's it's like such a refreshing thing to when that has been your past when that is kind of like what raised you and then finding yourself around another human being that not only do you love they're like i love you too so let's see what what we can do together to like make your dreams a thing Mm -hmm. like and to actually have support instead of being like roadblocked at every turn like this isn't right and this isn't the right path it's like nobody knows the right path for you except for you so Mm -hmm. until you until you try it out until you have a partner or friends or whatever who's kind of like support you and tell you it's okay it's okay to try it's okay to like if this is who you are then test test it out you Mm -hmm. know it's really cool yeah definitely fun glad to be out of the south yeah (laughs) Yeah, I haven't spent too much too much time in the South myself, but um, I think one of the last big South trips that I only partially remember was to Mardi Gras. Fine. <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm blacklisted from a hotel there, but we're not going to talk about that. Mm. Well. <laughs> well. <laughs> um, I was trying to think... Uh, because I read something else, and I don't know if this is true, because I actually just posted on Twitter today about this, about mm-hmm. how it's fun to look up, uh, like, wiki bios that fans make of performers. Oh, boy. Because they pull, they pull, like, different source material from different interviews mm-hmm. that you've maybe done, or errors in judgment. Like, I was told that I was born in 91, and I'm 34 years old, so make that make sense. I don't... <laughs> okay. All right. Sure. But um, I think one thing that I saw was that uh, Taekwondo, do you have a black belt in Taekwondo or is that a lie? (laughs) No, I do. I have a second degree black belt in Taekwondo. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. What is, now I don't really know what's Taekwondo versus like karate or like, are they similar or different disciplines of a similar? Taekwondo is like really similar to karate and then it's like a baby to, I'm sorry if I offend anybody because, but um like to real martial arts like jujitsu and stuff like yeah. that um that's like a much stricter higher discipline you have to work a lot harder for a much longer period of time to mm-hmm. like actually earn things yeah I've as heard opposed about that with to jiu-jitsu. taekwondo mm-hmm. like i was doing it for like four years five years maybe i don't know yeah. a lot of my childhood <laughs> is just blocked out so i assume timelines yeah. at this point um but yeah, I got my second degree black belt, and then we just, like, ran out of money and had to stop. Yeah. But, <laughs> oh. poor life. <laughs> yeah, I, I know how that is growing up. I, uh, I was homeschooled, and I ended up using babysitting money to basically pay league fees and stuff like that. My parents helped, too, but it was kind of like, if you want to do this, you got to, like, help out, you know, to, yeah. do the, to do the sports. And I'm like, you have to pay to do sports? Why? <laughs> oh, yeah. And then, like, now as an adult, I, uh, I looked into it. Because I was just super curious about the prices that popped in my head that, like, why I had to quit and everything. Like, oh, I could try again. Yeah. And then I was like, but I want to know the prices for this one as opposed to, like, jujitsu is something that I would like to get into. And I was like, damn, that kind of was expensive. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, I wouldn't want to pay that shit. Yeah. Well, one of the cool things is if you, if you got, like, the lessons and stuff like that, if you, I don't know, write it off because it's something that you talk about with your fans it's true it's something that you perform basically Mm -hmm. and it helps with your body it's like a form of working out so Mm -hmm. so it's kind of like a gym membership Mm -hmm. (laughs) 
That would be that would be fun. I'm I'm curious about uh, is it jujitsu? I don't know if I'm yeah. saying that right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, I'm I've been curious about that because uh, my my boyfriend I think he used to do it, but he also has friends who are into it as mm-hmm. well. And um, just watching like some of the the grappling and stuff is like whew, it's interesting. I've actually thought about doing it myself, but I don't have anyone to go with. How you Hi. doing? How you doing? <laughs> <laughs> I'm always that person. I don't know if, if you're that way at all, but I, I didn't really have a lot of friends growing up. And now I'm reaching this point where it's like, there's things that I want to do, but I don't want to do them by myself. Cause I'm like, I don't know. Like I get this weird panic of like not knowing people, especially people mm-hmm. that aren't industry. Yeah. And then just diving into like, Oh, I have to actually, talk to you and tell you things about me as a person Mm -hmm. (laughs) but I know for most of you as soon as I tell you what my job is you're not going to see me as a person anymore so how do I navigate this exactly they're just going to have the preconceived notions and you're like oh crap ruin that one again I'm a spicy accountant I'm sorry (laughs) I was just about to say I'm an accountant (laughs) oh my god but then I also god I would make a horrible accountant uh, numbers are not not my thing that's why if you can pay someone to do your numbers for you unless you're good at numbers because i have made a lot of mistakes in the past <laughs> so um trying to think uh as far as like the the pandemic did you end up moving out this way because you said it was very recent did you kind of move here and then the pandemic hit essentially so it's like you come to a new place and you're like exciting and then it's like no so how did you kind of like (laughs) cope with being in a brand new place and then even as far as like starting the job that you did I mean production was like shut down Mm -hmm. like all the pandemic like I still had a couple shoots left in my contract that I'll never make up (laughs) (laughs) all this stuff and it ended up like man I just I lost it for a while so how, how did you like kind of navigate that landscape with your own mental health and work and stuff like that? I don't know. I try to be a really optimistic person and I like everything happens for a reason. It's all a learning experience type deal. Yeah. Um, Cause I had really just taken the leap of faith to leave my job in Arkansas and come out here to do this. Yeah. Cause I was making about 18 an hour in Arkansas, which is like big money. Yeah. Yeah. It's for the Midwest. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, <laughs> that's like, Oh my God, you're yeah. rich. So, like, I left that, a secure job, benefits, whole nine yards. And it was a big leap of faith to come out here. So it was more of, like, a sink or swim. Yeah. So ride out the storm and figure it out. Because mm-hmm. moved to um, L.A. for about six months while I was looking for a place here. Because Vegas is so much cheaper yeah. than L.A. Uh, <laughs> and um, we got the house out here. And it was roughly, like, two to three weeks later when the shutdown happened. And so, like, we were just like, well, we made it here. Yeah. We got a place. That's the first step. So that's good. There we go. Um, We had a little bit in savings, had some credit cards, maxed those out, paid them off now. So that's good. That's good. But, yeah, Yeah. it was more of just doing what we could to stay afloat. I utilized that time to learn how to do OnlyFans. Yeah. Because I sucked ass at it. (laughs) before it's it's a learning curve especially if you if you're coming into it new from like oh i just started and i'm gonna you know shoot content for companies 
and then all the companies are gone. You're like, oh no. (laughs) (laughs) I had no clue how to do anything. And then I was like, why do people even care about seeing my life? This is weird. So I had to get over that. That is a very, like, oh, that curve. Like, when when it first starts to sink in that you're like, oh my god, these people, like, they care about everything that I'm doing mm-hmm. like to be under that spotlight all the time like how how has that changed like your perspective or um feelings maybe about like yourself about society like kind of going from quiet little country girl in in Arkansas out to suddenly your images everywhere like you're all over social media, your your name starts blowing up, people start knowing you. How did that kind of like affect you? It actually like resonated really well with me. Um, I had said years and years and years uh, as I was a teenager that I was not meant to be in Arkansas. I needed to like get out of there somehow, some way. I was destined for bigger and better things than just working a dead-end job my entire life. Mm -hmm. Like, I couldn't imagine it. And I wanted better opportunities. So when the opportunity came, and it was a huge learning curve and figuring everything out, and then learning that, you know, people cared about me getting my morning coffee and stuff like that, it was just kind of a, huh, okay, yeah, I like this. I can do this. Yeah. And so it just resonated with me well, actually, so... That's really cool, especially like because where you where you come from and maybe it's different, but this was um, my experience a little bit was just basically like here is me doing all these things that I was always told never do this, <laughs> never do it, and I'm like oh, I'm breaking the law, <laughs> not the law, just just the rules set down by God and my parents. So, mm-hmm. <laughs> but and then to be doing all that. And then it's like, at, at first it was difficult because it's like, oh, here's these people that I thought were my friends that they're like, oh, you do this now? Deuces. Like, I'm not talking to you anymore. Yeah. But then it was kind of like, oh, well, fuck them. Like, they're jealous. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm doing, I'm getting paid to do shit that they do for free to fuck boys. Like, <laughs> mm-hmm. like who, who, who gives a shit? And then also for all the negativity, there's all these people who, you know, I still have fans with what I'm doing right now. So <laughs> it's kind of like it's it's no matter what you do, there's going to be people who like you and there's going to be people who don't. And I think if anything, this job kind of just made me see that, that yes. it's like because I'm such a people pleaser and it's like I want yeah. everybody to like me all the time. I'm working on it in therapy. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, and so like just to have that realization that you don't have to be the best at everything you're never going to be the best at everything. Mm -hmm. You might never be the best at anything, Mm -hmm. but to some people, you're the bee's knees. So it's like, just go with that, ride with those vibes, you know? Mm -hmm. And it's cool to be able to to have a place where you can just fully express yourself, whether it's sexually or whether it's stupid podcasts that weren't supposed to be a thing and now they are. Um, (laughs) And I think that it's, it's a fun, just creative journey. I don't think that any other job that I've had or any job that I thought that I would have um, would have this level of creativity and just self like put into it Mm -hmm. because I feel like a lot of jobs just drain all of your essence out of you and that's why there's a lot of miserable people (laughs) it's true yeah and then like when you have to work for somebody it's oh can I 
please have off this day. I know you have me scheduled, but you know, I can get someone to cover me and you know, my, my grandma's having to do this and my world is ending da 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 da. And, but like with this one, it's, Hey, uh, yeah, I'm just not going to work. Yeah. Thanks. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not going to be on today. And they're like, all right, cool. Yeah. You <laughs> see, don't, you, see you next time. <laughs> you don't owe an explanation to anybody. Mm-hmm. There's not any like real repercussions for it you know mm-hmm. somebody might get mad and be like i want subscribing and then you're like okay thanks i lost okay. um a cup of coffee yeah all right thanks <laughs> i'm gonna cry about it with all the money that just uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but um i think what's cool is also that like it it's one of those things too that even if i've had this situation before where someone's being like a dick right and i'm like hey here's the reason and they're like, oh, shit, like, I'm sorry. Like, oh, let me let me tip you to make up for me being a dick. You know? Yeah. <laughs> and, like, that's cool, too. So it's, you know, there's there's good people everywhere. There's bad people everywhere, whether it's people you work with or people who are paying to subscribe to your page. So I think uh, just kind of being in this landscape of, like, everybody is always judging you. Everyone's always doing something that you're not. People are copying you, whatever. You just have to separate, like the self from that and just look at it as a whole and say like you know that's that's kind of what i do now partially because so much so much of um who i am is is the job now but it's kind of still at separation of me and molly Mm -hmm. because i think one of the big issues that i had is like uh for so long it was the same Mm -hmm. it was like the same it's there's no molly and me it's it's all molly Mm-hmm. And I think that I lost myself a lot in that, and I took things way more to heart <laughs> over every little negative thing, every drama, instead of realizing, oh, these things are happening not because of you, it's it's your business. Like, mm-hmm. focus on the business side, and the rest will the rest will follow. Like, you're not as much of a piece of shit as those five comments said, <laughs> you know? Right. Like, That's why, like, even my uh, my to do lists, which are pages long, by the way. That's why we take days off sometimes, because we just fucking can't. Yeah. But, um, no, even my to-do list, I have them separated into, this is Kay's to-do list, this is my to-do list. Mm-hmm. So, I don't know, um, this might be presumptuous, but when we were shooting together, I saw, <laughs> I didn't mean to, but I saw that you had a bunch of different alarms set on your phone mm-hmm. for each time of day, and I, I do that. <laughs> like, if I... If I have a day where I have so many things to get done, I not only have all of my lists, but I have I have the timer reminders to remind me to do the things on the list because I get so distracted with everything that I will never get anything done yep. if I don't have this thing constantly reminding me to do your job. It's true. Um, the, it's like my wake up alarms and then like breakfast for the family because like I have a whole ass family. Yeah. Um, so that and school alarms and then there's all my posting alarms and then dinner and bedtime stories and homework and oh, whole nine yeah. yards. I, lists save my life. I don't know how people get anything done without lists. Maybe other people just aren't doing as much as, as us, know. but I know a lot of people I've talked to in this industry who are like lists, 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 you know? Yes. And, but when I talk to people outside of it, it's like you have to do that like just to get stuff done and i'm like what are you doing <laughs> what are you doing that you don't need lists to run your life no, the other day i literally said to my husband i was like i need to condense my to-do lists into one 
because I have like one on my desk and I have one in my office and I have one on my phone and I'm like, I need these to be in one place. <laughs> Crap. And I got sticky notes everywhere. Like, oh my oh god, my god. sticky notes. <laughs> yes. Girl. All right. So when I first moved in, that that big window out front, uh-huh. I had it covered up with um just like black or not black, just like brown construction paper stuff, so mm-hmm. my neighbors couldn't look in because I'm naked all the time. Yeah, naked neighbor. Yeah. <laughs> and um, the entire thing just got covered with sticky notes of things that I had to do and then I like wasn't dating them so I just like stare at this thing like I'm trying to solve a murder (laughs) and I'm like oh was I supposed to do that tomorrow or next and then I was like this could just tell me (laughs) and send me reminders what am I doing but I still have not fully evolved from sticky notes yet (laughs) I still have the sticky notes because they're for the like the sudden oh god I have have this this idea and my phone isn't on me I can't and I do better writing rather than typing i do too so i'm able to like convey it better if i write it down Mm -hmm. and then i can make it into like layman's terms for myself later when i'm not like manically crazy with ideas yeah i feel insane like that sometimes i'm just like here's an idea and here's an idea and i'll start like planning shoots that i'm not prepared for all right, I got to reach out to Marcos to do this. I got to book this girl and to see what day I can do this. And I'm like, what are you doing? You don't have outfits. You have nothing planned. Like, calm down. Calm down a little bit. <laughs> like, and um, I'll, I'll go through and I have, like, a planner that I write things in. And then I have the sticky notes. And then it's all a matter of slowly compiling that into my phone so that my phone reminds me. But I'm still just writing around i'm sure that i annoy like everyone who's ever worked with me for the most part if i've set it up i'm sorry <laughs> like i'm that person who who will send like 10 10 messages like nit, 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 like because i type as i think mm-hmm. instead of just one cohesive small message that relays everything and i'm really trying to work See, i do like like a middle ground there because i don't send like multiple messages but I will send a very long message broken up into different segments. So like type, 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 and then you enter. And so you have a little like blank spot for the next thought that comes in. And then I send this like freaking long paragraph and it's just 17 thoughts drawn together. I'll do that like sometimes because sometimes my brain will be like, hey, think about this for a minute and don't just send the messages. But then it turns into that type of message and I'm like, Okay, well, I feel like now I've said way more than I would have if I just sent 10 little messages. <laughs> and then you send the follow-up of like, my man. Yeah, I'm always <laughs> like, at the end, I'm always like, I'm sorry. I'm sure this didn't make any sense. Like, on everything. They're like, no, it made sense because you detailed the entire thing from start to finish, which was totally unnecessary. <laughs> but now you know. So. But, now, but now you know, and I know that you know, so I feel more comfortable and I'm going to go make more lists. Yes. <laughs> Because now that we've completed everything on the list to get you on board, now I have another list to make sure that it goes off without a hitch. Mm-hmm. And then a backup list. Just and then a backup list. list. And then the sticky notes. <laughs> uh, I used to, when I, when I cammed, I had so many sticky notes. I used to sometimes, like, put them over my nipples mm-hmm. like pasties and, like, write somebody's name on them or something. Because it's sticky notes all the fucking time. It's such a waste. I don't know why I do that. I should stop. <laughs> it's not a waste. They're super useful. Oh, but yeah, no, because I have a, what? I have my wall calendar, my phone calendar, 
those are for the uh those are for like all my shoots and all my events and then the desk calendar which is for all of my posting and like appointments and then i have a blank whiteboard behind my desk for okay i need to make this video for this person and i need to send this to them and well don't forget that you have content with so and so here and mm -hmm. just because that hasn't made it to the actual calendar yet <laughs> because you forgot because it's on a sticky note <laughs> <laughs> oh my god i don't even know it's I'm, I'm to the point where i really wish that this wasn't the case but i feel like I've started to take on too many tasks like this and I feel like I need an assistant mm -hmm. and I'm like but I also don't trust people so who could be my assistant it's true it's like I don't want to be the the jerk that micromanages you but also like are you doing this way that I want it to be done yeah. and man are it you... might be better if I just do it yeah exactly that's what I Sorry, um, I talked to my therapist about this because she told me that I'm working too much. And she's like, you need to like decompress. Have you thought about getting an assistant? And I was like, I have actually, but I just don't really know how to go about doing that because, you know, trust issues. And she's like, she brought up the, the whole new point that I hadn't even considered when I thought about an assistant. And she's mm -hmm. like, yeah, um, I don't know if that would even be helpful for you at this point because you'd probably just be overthinking everything that they did and then end up doing all the work yourself. I'm like... Well, thank you. Here's a whole new worry that I have. <laughs> Aren't you supposed to be helping me? She was probably like, dang. Yeah, she's like, she's like, all right, I'm just going to write in my noob. <laughs> <laughs> I see that you've taken offense. Let's calm down. Uh, I um, worked through all that on my own without a therapist. So <laughs> Sometimes I swear to God, I'm like, what is the point of therapy? If I talk to myself enough in my own brain... I'll come to the same conclusion. Right? <laughs> Leave me to overthink enough, and I'll think about all the ways that my therapy session could go, and I've already sorted it out. <laughs> right? Ran through every scenario, and then I'm just going to choose the best one and go with that advice. <laughs> Which I'm sure she would tell me is not healthy. <laughs> well, you know. <laughs> but what do you know? <laughs> <laughs> with your doctorate. Oh, oh I got a doctorate. I'm sorry that I don't have a doctorate. I feel like, um, I don't know as much in like the, the, the porn industry, but, but maybe, maybe cause you do like the only fans and stuff like that. Um, like getting into psychology a bit, I guess is interesting to me how much I've learned about people since I started camming, mm -hmm. whether it's like the reasons that they have the sexual proclivities that they do, or whether it's the way that they talk to you, like the different triggers like I've, I've sometimes spent so much time especially with like subs mm -hmm. being able to like dive into why they like what they do mm -hmm. like where does it come from and I think that that's like super interesting and I've actually thought about like studying psychology and stuff like that but I've also heard that you know a lot of psychologists and you know psychiatrists they're all like trying to learn the human brain because they're fucked up yeah yeah, I'm like, I don't want to be that person. I already know I'm fucked up. <laughs> but you hear it all the time of like, my therapist has a therapist. Yeah. So and I'm like, when does the circle end? It's like, who is therapying, therapying the therapist that's therapying my therapist? Like, where does this go? Like, where does it end? Like, and, and I think the biggest thing to take away from that is that everyone is fucked up. You so you're not perfect. <laughs> I'm not perfect. Nobody is. We all suck. And we all need help. 
Sponsored by BetterHelp. Just <laughs> There's They're no not sponsor me. I'm just kidding. I have one sponsor. I'm sure you heard it at the beginning of the episode. Anchor. I'm just kidding. But it's true. Um, <laughs> so now that things are starting to go, like to open up more and that you're branching out into more stuff, are you are you planning to shoot a lot more uh, like company production type stuff? Or are you focusing more on your stuff or just trying to keep a healthy balance of both for like promotion of companies versus your own income? I do a mixture of both because I'm working on uh, like working with the bigger name companies rather than smaller name companies. And so that's coming along well for me. Awesome. And then in turn, the exposure from the mm-hmm. large companies helps with my private platforms, mm-hmm. which in turn forces me to do more for my private platforms. Mm-hmm. So it's just a, a nice little healthy balancing act. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think, um, going from camming to, to shooting for companies, um, that was like the biggest thing that I noticed. It wasn't like, you know, I think some people are still under the assumption that like when you shoot a scene, you're making so much money, but you're not, you get paid like one fee and that's it. You're not making residuals. You're not like, you can't resell the the video that you're making and stuff like that. Um, So the biggest thing that I noticed from it was definitely like, Oh, I'm kind of getting paid for them to promote me. Cause it's not like I did, you know, new scenes with them that I hadn't done before because I mm-hmm. did Girl Girl and stuff like that already. So for me, it was kind of like, oh, here's this whole untapped market of people who might like me. And they did. So that was, that was pretty cool. And yeah. it and it definitely like correlated back to, to camming and to OnlyFans. And I think that that exposure definitely helped me make the switch to primarily OnlyFans, mm-hmm. like when my divorce happened and everything, which was very nice. So Thank you, Mind Geek, for my contract. <laughs> um, but yeah, it helped a lot. I think um, getting into shooting professionally for companies forced me to get out of the comfort zone of talking to people. Mm-hmm. I've been doing now, which I'm still a little uncomfortable. I'm sorry, it's not you, it's me. <laughs> Are you breaking up with me? No. <laughs> I'm like, so uh, some of you might be wondering, Kate does not smoke marijuana. And for me, I love to smoke marijuana, but I, I don't really want to do it when someone else is not, just because I already get nervous of talking to people and I feel like I would get paranoid. <laughs> oh. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Which has nothing to do with you. It's 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 the matter of, um, oh, I'm sitting down with, with clothes on and I'm talking to someone mm-hmm. and that's what this show is. <laughs> and then I'm like, oh my God, am I interesting enough? No. <laughs> I have to, like, be on my edible next time. Ooh. Mm. Actually, we, we should hang out soon and have – I have a, a couple friends in the area have a big pool and weed day. I'm planning one planning mm-hmm. one soon. So you're welcome to bring things that are not weed or partake of edibles. <laughs> that would be fabulous. <laughs> mm. So where do you see yourself kind of, like – pushing this towards are there scenes that you have not done yet like stuff that that you want to do or are you kind of just like testing everything and kind of feeling out what all the different things are at this point do you know what I mean like some people go in with this expectation of I'm gonna do this this year and I'll progress to this and I'll you know keep going on on this this track so I was just kind of curious your thoughts on that so I actually didn't get the chance to do like the 
progression like that Mm -hmm. because in order to like move across the country i had to get as much money as possible in a short period of time Mm -hmm. so instead of doing the thing where you start out with like girl girl and then okay now do boy girl okay and then now i'll do groups and then anal and then this Mm -hmm. i didn't do that I mm-hmm. was just out of the gate and like, hey, I know how to do butt stuff. Yeah, Let's like, do that. I'm going to do the things. <laughs> so I didn't really um, give myself like a good ladder in that chance. Mm-hmm. So it's more of just stationary with the scenes that I'm at now. I have thrown in like an occasional like gangbang or something like mm-hmm. that. That's that's a fun like, hey, she hasn't done many of these. Yay. <laughs> um, but it's it's more so just like the progression for my performances and Mm -hmm. for like how I can come across on the screen and like working on dialogue. Mm -hmm. And that's what's getting me to like the bigger companies. Mm -hmm. So rather than going up in steps about how, like what I perform, I'm going up in steps of how I perform. I love that. I love that. Um, A lot of, and, and a lot of people, especially if they go, you know, all in right away, it would kind of just be like, okay, now it's status quo. So I like that, that you want to go back and evaluate the stuff that you've done and be like, how can I improve? How can I make this better? Which shows that you actually give a shit about what you're doing. True. And, you know, I mean, it's cause it's cool to make, to make money, obviously. Yes. But I feel like to, to be super successful and to, to get yourself out there, you really have to, to put care into what you're doing. Mm-hmm. So that's, that's really cool. Just my goal. I, love it. I uh I think that there's always a benefit to going back and I mean I, I do it all the time. I look at like uh the first magazines I was in or like early, early shoots and I'm just like oh. Yeah. <laughs> but it's like, all right, calm down, separate, how can we improve from this? You know, and it's like I mean I still do stupid shit like in front of my mirror, like, all right, how can I pose that will look better mm-hmm. the next time that I'm doing something or like, you know, being in a scene and then just getting into it and then thinking like, oh wait, I gotta, I gotta open up somehow. How can I open up? Like, and so it it just becomes a thing that gets easier and easier as it goes along. But I think also until I started shooting professionally, I didn't, I didn't care about, I didn't care about that at all. Cause it's just like webcam shows. So Mm -hmm. it's like, you just, you clear the goals, you do the stuff live and you set up a camcorder and hope it catches something, you know? Right. (laughs) So I think, uh, I, I love, shooting i think it's just like such a magical experience just to basically go and put on a character you know whether it's whether it's a character that's been written for you or whether it's just your your porn persona it's Mm -hmm. like i'm gonna show up someone's gonna glam me up i'm gonna hang out with these people it's gonna be super fun Mm -hmm. you're taking the photos you're learning every time you're experiencing your people experiencing your sex and i and i think this industry actually taught me how to have better sex. Yeah. Which is awesome. Yeah. Because I had a lot of really bad sex. So I'm yeah. sure that you, I'm sure that you can attest to that too. It sounds like. That I can, that I can. You learn some fun tips and tricks and mm-hmm. you get to add those in. You're just yeah. like, man. Yeah. Yes. This is cool. <laughs> Even some stuff I learned from, uh, from other boy girl performers. And I'm like, oh, you do that. Oh, I'm going to try that like in my own personal bedroom, you know, mm-hmm. like, it's cool. And I think it's fun how open that we can all be with that kind of stuff. Like mm-hmm. there is, 
people just expect it's like you show up you're like oh i'm on my period it's like all right we'll shove a sponge in there and we'll make it yeah. like, like what i've never been someone who can be like open about my bodily functions like it wasn't a thing like you know growing up mm-hmm. like you don't talk about that stuff and here it's just like now i tell my guys yeah we're not doing toys today because it's shark week so i'm bleeding and they're like gross why did you tell us i'm like because it's real right i think that's my biggest thing now is wanting to bring some realness to people. Maybe that's why I'm doing this. I don't know. Because it's like, it, it's the whole thing of porn isn't real. Social media isn't real. So if people are really the fans, then be prepared. Because there are whole ass human beings in here. You know, it's like, right. we have all the same stuff that you do. The same shit. Literally. I'm literally. sorry. Like Literally. Literally. Like, the cleanup breaks <laughs> yeah. for, the, for the anal days. Like... I was petrified, petrified the first time somebody was like, oh, got a little butt jelly here. Let me wipe it off for you. I was like, oh, my God, no, I'm so embarrassed. I'm mortified. And they were just like, no, it happens every scene. I'll just wipe it up, toss the baby wipe over here. We're good to go. Yeah. Like, I'll clean it for you. I'm like, don't touch it. I'll do it myself. I'm so sorry. Yep. I worked with a girl once. Um. And that ended up happening to her. She was newer, and she uh, uh, started bleeding during during the scene. And it's like, she was, but it's like, I wasn't going to tell her. I was just like, wipe it off to the side and keep going. I'm sorry, but, like, sack up, guys. Like, eat the <laughs> pussy. It's not that scary, okay? Like, iron or something. I don't know. Yes. Like, it's fine. Like, yes. <laughs> it was a, a friend, Marco, says, you got to eat the stink out. Okay, just do it. If you do not eat pussy on a regular basis and, like, you have a partner to regularly eat their vagina and you're not doing it, fuck you. Yes. Fuck you. Mm -hmm. This is also coming from someone who was in a relationship for almost a decade and had my pussy eaten twice by this person. Horrible every time. Take (laughs) advice. Take cues. Watch videos. Learn how to do stuff. Even if your dick isn't, even if your dick game isn't that strong. Tongue's where it's at for most women anyway. It's true. Like, it's true. Because a lot of women, I, I've, I've come to find out now, can't come from internal penetration. Because a lot of it's external. So yeah. much is external. So That's I mean, why the rabbits, the yeah. vibrator with the rabbits, they're so important. Yeah. I never, I, for so long, I had I had no idea that, like, because I can come internally. Mm-hmm. I had no idea that there's so many women who, like, can't or it's, like, super hard. But for me, I'm just like, just jab my cervix. And, oh. <laughs> like, <it's, laughs> like, the external is good, too. But some women, they just need that. So even if you're a two-pump chump, just take care of business with your tongue downstairs first. She will thank you for it. She will clean up all the mess. Love the pussy. Yes. I'll ask. <laughs> yes. Do you have um, anything big on the horizon that you want to talk or promote about? Mm, well, I mean, we have, we have touched on the Madison Ivy content. That's just elated with I am, that. I am so excited. I like that. I had not worn a strap on in a very long time. Mm-hmm. I forgot how much I like i i was driving back from the shoot and i called my boyfriend i was like i love having a dick (laughs) he's like what (laughs) it's like don't worry baby i don't want to peg you i just want to fuck girls with strap-ons it just makes it i don't know it makes me feel powerful man like Mm -hmm. that's fun i hope it was good for you it was fantastic you did a great job thank you you. very great job thank you i like to look at this little 
clear rubber appendage as like an extension of myself. <laughs> no, you were doing so well. I was like, man, the, the gluteus maximus, those muscles are going to be so sore the next day. I feel so bad for the her. next day. The next few days. So it was a 40 minute drive home and I thought I was fine mm-hmm. talking in the car. Stood up out of my car and almost fell over. I was like, oh, <laughs> my hip abductors. I am old. Yeah. I thought I had more power inside of me. No, it's it's very humbling. <laughs> it's so humbling. Like every time that I use a strap on, it seems like I go so long in between uses that every time is like a brand new experience. And I'm just like, wow, I have so much appreciation for guys. Right? Like, I'm sorry, guys who and i mean like they can lay the oh, pipe real well yeah they're like professional plumbers you know what i mean like it's good <laughs> like because they're just clapping ass cheeks constantly because <laughs> yeah. like it, i think that's how you can know if a guy is good in bed is that me no um it is me oh it is oh i it thought one me. of the cameras was <laughs> no <laughs> no worries it's the posting alarm <laughs> make sure you Gotta do remember. today <laughs> Oh, that's all right. We're, we're wrapping it up anyway. So um, why do you tell everybody where they can find you? And hmm. mm-hmm. let's see here. So my Twitter is kcarterxxx. My Instagram, because I had to change it, is at it's kcarterbabe. Nice. And if you just go to my website, then it has all of the extensions to the various platforms that i use cool. and that is just babebunch.com nice yeah. i love it bunch of babes <laughs> thank you guys for joining us today i hope that you enjoyed this interview and we will see you next week Mwah. Mwah. awesome Yay.